and welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. On day four, we explore His Word, Your Life. Since the 16th century, Lutherans have been asking, what does this mean? While there is so much depth and beauty to the words in their context and setting, God did not just give us a book about scriptural history. He gave us a book that guides, directs, and sustains our life. How can I apply what God is saying here in my life? This week we have listened to chapters 17 through 20 of Genesis. Let's explore how we can apply these chapters to our lives. But first, let us begin with prayer. Heavenly Father, blessed are they who hear the word of God and obey it. Amen. To help us apply this text to our lives, we will focus on chapter 18, where God appears to Abraham and Sarah as traveling visitors. One important question that we can ask as we examine God's actions in Scripture is why? Why does he choose the words or the setting or the manner in which he comes to his created order, to his chosen people? The question we can ask in chapter 18 is why did God come and appear in this way? There's many different ways that God could reach out to his people. Why does God choose this manner? Well, let's first ask, why did God come? Number one, it was for Sarah. Notice in chapter 18, who is it that they came to see? Who was talked about in this discourse? Sarah is mentioned by name. And also, this is about Sarah's faith. Compare the laughs that we see in these chapters. The laugh of Sarah versus the laugh of Abraham. The laugh of Abraham is one of unbelievable joy. That in one year's time, he is going to have a son. The laugh recorded in Genesis 18 of Sarah is almost one of of scoffing and doubt. Their visit concerned Sarah. They came to see Sarah. God came to see Sarah and for Sarah's benefit. So why did God come and appear in this way? There's many different ways that God can react or appear to his chosen people. But what we notice here is the personal touch of God. Not indifferent, not impersonal. He knew Sarah was struggling. Struggling with trusting in the promise. 
So what does he do? He goes to her. He again offers her, offers her and reaffirms his promises. He addresses her weakness in order to strengthen her faith. So how does this apply to us? Martin Luther once wrote, There is no more miserable frame of mind than doubt. Sarah isn't the only one who struggles with God's promises. For a Christian, there is no more miserable frame of mind than doubt. Doubt makes you question God's pledged word. Doubt weakens your hold on the blessings that God has promised you. Doubt challenges you not only mentally, but physically. It throws everything into question. It affects every aspect of your life. It skews your perspective, distorts your worldview, and calls everything into question. There is no one who loves to live their life in a state of doubt. There is no hope, there is no confidence, there is no peace in that mindset. It is a mindset that paralyzes you. Doubt creeps through your entire being and throws your entire life into chaos. Ultimately, when this happens is when the reality of our life stands in direct contrast to the reality of God's promises. There are two major promises or all-encompassing promises that we have. Number one is God's presence in my life. The promise of his presence, provision, and protection. And the second one is God's unconditional love for me. The promise of his love. No matter what it is that we may be going through, no matter where doubt rears its ugly head, it always attacks those two promises. How can this be happening to me if God is with me? And if God is with me, he assures me of his provision and protection. When I'm going through struggles in my life, does not doubt creep in about God's provision or protection in my life. And if I'm doubting God's provision or protection, if I'm doubting whether God is with me at all or whether I'm all alone, that will inevitably make me doubt God's unconditional love. How can God love me if I'm going through this? If I'm having to deal with this, how is this part of God's love for me? Doubt attacks those two pillars that hold up a Christian's life, that sustain and carry us from this life to the next, and causes our whole structure 
the stability of our, our life through faith to crumble. So how does God address our doubt? Number one, by reaffirming his promises. By reminding us what God has promised to give us. He has promised his presence. He has promised his provision and protection. He has promised his love. Those promises have not changed. And God is bound by his promises. He reaffirms that his promises are not bound by who we are and what we have done. But they are bound by who he is and what he has done for us. And that leads into the second part of how God addresses our doubt. Not only does he reaffirm his promises, but he reminds us who he is. When Sarah realized who it was that was visiting with them, her whole demeanor changed. Yes, because she was caught in a sin, but also because she recognized who God is. When we remember that the maker of heaven and earth, that God Almighty is the one who gives us this promise, when we remember who he is, it assuades all doubt. It assuades all doubt because we again see the personal touch of God. Those two all-encompassing promises that God gives. This isn't from a God who is impersonal or a God who only observes from afar. He is invested completely in you. He created you. He loved you. He died for you. Those two promises assure us of a personal, connected God who wants to be present in our life, who longs to tell us that I am with you always, who loves to tell you of his deep care and affection his boundless, merciful love for you. You are his greatest treasure and joy. How can we not marvel at that statement, that fact? God was willing to die on a cross to show you just how much he loves you, to show you just how deep his love is for you. When you are struggling with doubt, let God come to you in his word, in worship. Let God come to you and listen as he reaffirms his promises, as he reminds you who he is. God Almighty, the God who created the heavens and earth, is the God who created you. He made you his in the waters of baptism. 
He showed you his unending grace through the promised Savior. Jesus promises to walk with you the way God walked with Adam and Eve. Jesus comes to you in word and sacrament in the way God came to Sarah. Trust is forged with past promises. God has been with you every step of your life, and he is with you now. God has delivered you from your sin, and he promises to deliver you to an eternity forever in heaven with him. The answer to doubt is trust. And trust is formed and found in relationships. Look at the personal relationship that God has with you. In challenging and difficult times, God forges your trust in him with his past abiding grace. The truth is God prunes our faith in him to deepen our relationship in him and in his promises. So when the reality of your life stands in direct contrast to the reality of God's promises, trust that the Lord who created the heavens and the earth, who created you, is with you. Trust in the one who gives you the promises. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.